show us your tips. Weekend preview time. The Beaver is joining me to get stuck into Eagle Farm and Caulfield this morning. How are you, buddy? Yeah, you're on mute. I've just lost you. Also press that. Try again. Let the Beaver is joining us to uh, get stuck into Eagle Farm and Caulfield. How are you, buddy? Yeah, mate, uh, pretty good. Tracking along nicely. Uh, another week done and uh, getting close to the weekend, which is nice. What um, what do you make of this Eagle Farm card, first of all? Last group one of the season. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, not a bad little card. I thought there was some decent races uh, on the card. Uh, some quite open markets. And, uh, yeah, definitely the best card on the uh of the weekend compared to some of the other ones. Uh, Rose Hill I found very difficult um, to get a line through. A uh, bit of a lottery and uh, Melbourne was okay. Uh, we'll, we'll kick off there then. Eagle Farm, good weather, good track, six metre rail. Uh, last time I was there, played pretty fair, I thought. So every horse generally gets their chance at Eagle Farm these days. Tricky way to start the card, which a 1,400 metre two-year-old race, uh, listed level. Who do you like here? Yeah, look, mate, um, again, a really tricky race to start the day. Um, sorry, I've just lost my form. It's just dropped out. Um, I thought uh, Infancy could bounce back um, here. Um, had a couple of nice wins, and then it wasn't a bad run probably last time out. That was a pretty good uh, quality race, I thought. Um, had to lead them up and um, withstand a fair bit of pressure. I think uh, might get a little bit more easier time here if it does take up control. So got hit on top. I've got a suspicion Cap Ferret uh, might be the Cap Ferrat might be the best horse here, uh, even though it's still a maiden. I think crossing a line with Azula and uh, Flying Trapeze might be slightly stronger than the rest of this. Uh, so uh, in a small field around the five dollar mark, uh, freshened up back to fourteen hundred. I might start the day that way. I'm thinking uh, I am scared of the two you mentioned. Well, infancy I'm scared of because it looks like it's going to lead. Uh, and Zuccaret might just lob straight and back and get the best run. Uh, so, But I'm going to have a stab early and say that this is the best horse and I think it can break through tomorrow to kick us off. But uh, tricky because all of these have upside. So it won't be exactly a, a big bet. The second is the Edward Street Brisbane Plate 1,200 metres, where there's two hopes, uh, as the market suggests. Chinny Boom pulled up lame last start, and I'm going to go with the map here and say it's going to be probably leading this field, if not sitting second, uh, and Ekaterina is going to be giving it just too much of a start. It could get spat at the back and back to last. They're the two in the uh, in the market. They're the two that will fight out the finish, but I think just with the start, Chinny Boom on top can bounce back. Uh, obviously scared of Ekaterina, but uh, map against here. Next best on point, who looks like it gets a nice enough run. The rest of these are making up the numbers, in my opinion, Beaver. Yeah, I think that's right. I think you've got the um, – you've, you've narrowed it down correctly, and I think you've probably got the way the race we run uh, sets out nicely. And I think Chinny Boom resuming here will be fresh and ready to go and probably just a bit too good. The third is the Group 3 Tats Cup. Uh, over 2,400 metres, surely Luntzies has to win this. You would think so, but uh, look, these are a pack of all non-winners. Um, yeah, a bit, bit, of a, bit of a tricky race. Taking odds on is possibly a little bit dangerous, but uh, I think you're right, Luntzies uh, should be too good here. If it's, if it's recent form against uh, better quality than this, 
um, stacks up, then uh, should be winning. It's on top. I've got the danger, uh, and the more I think about it, it might be a real-life chance here is the Mediterranean. Uh, came off the long spell uh, with an okay resumption, then led a Sydney race last time out, uh, which wasn't a bad Sydney race either, and was still there or thereabouts in the finish. Gets control here of an absolute walking race, so it will be the one that it has to get past, but if Fluency is ever going to win one of these, this should be it. Uh, the fourth is the Battle of the Bush. No Metro win in the last, whenever it is, 12 months. 1,200 metres. We've got picnic horses. We've got them coming from everywhere. Can you can you have a bet here? Yeah, how hard is this? Um, yeah, really tricky one here. I mean, you can have a bet. Um, and if you pick the winner, you will be doing well. I've gone for number 13 grand, uh, Palazzo. Um, <laughs> just... Thought it's the winning form is good form. It's got the four in a row, and um, when it's won, it's won fairly well. So I've got it on top. But um, your guess is as good as mine. Yeah, well, if I, I have no idea for the record, but if I was putting a tip in, say for PCTC, it'd be number thirteen, Grand Palazzo. At least it's a winner and has been winning them pretty well. Uh, we'll see what that. Yeah, that was my thinking as well. Yeah. So I don't think we can spend much more time on it, to be honest. Uh, the Mile is up next, a Tats Mile for the – what level is this? Uh, is it listed race, I believe? It's uh, a listed race, yes. Yep. And isn't it funny, what about Superstorm was beating Cascadian and uh, Ice Bath three starts back, and now it's 30s and probably no chance in this. Uh, funny old game. Anyway, it's a it's a weird race, and I've just going to go with Osmos on top. I think it finds control with Tim Clark. Uh, I think the Foxy Frieda Frumos forms it's come through is stronger than what's left here. And every other way I tried to look at this race, I came up with not much. If I was going to name dangers, I might throw uh, Linthorpe Lad and Trevelyan both into an exotic. Uh, at least they both find the line fairly well at times, but the rest of these I've had a gut full of. Anything for you? Yeah, I think that's right. I think the rest of these, we have, all of these we've had a gutful of and uh, they don't win very often. Uh, a couple of spatterings of wins of, of these horses in there, but um, makes it really tough. Some have been racing probably in better class than this. I mean, this is an ordinary um, ordinary listed race, right? So um, hard to get a line on here. I've gone for fine point. I know it's um, zero, 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 um, but, and it's a horse I back to a four, but last start, it was only three lengths off Comrade Rosa in a group two, um, and then similarly four lengths in a group three, and then finished last in a group one, but you can put a line through that. That was on uh, not an ideal track, but then you go back prior to that and did finish third in a group two. So look, the form doesn't read for me as bad as um, uh, face value. So I think it, Coming down in class can probably run a decent race here, but yeah, um, hard to get a line on most of these. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The sixth is for the girls, another listed race, the Tats Gold Crown over 2,137 metres. Again, not the most inspiring form race to get stuck into. I've stuck with the top weight Thalassophile. Uh, I think it was, an again, sticking to the Foxy Frieda form, which uh, I didn't think going into that race I would be, but... Uh, that just stacks up better here. It's a it's a line chaser. She puts her head out and tries to win every race. Uh, so is on top. Karen's going quite well at the moment. I couldn't really make a case for many others. Uh, Lekvade, yeah, it's now been a while out of the store, but does go well enough. Comes up from Sydney 
and maybe a similar deal with left reeling with an inside gate, but uh, they're just for the sake of mentioning other, ho other horses than the one. Who have you found? Yeah, look, I think uh, Philosopher holds the key. I was a bit, um, yeah, I thought it was a little bit skinny. Um, mm. Less than the, in the 280 mark, round, round think, that mark, I thought, Ooh. Think you get better? I think you probably do get better. I went for pretty amazing uh, just at the $6. Um, I thought that presented um, reasonable value. Again, uh, its form lines are coming through group races. Um, and we know that that sometimes can um, be a little bit different. Uh, and it wasn't a bad run last start against Frumos. It got well back and sort of around the uh, 11th, 12th mark on the turn and finished fifth, only two lengths off them. Um, so I think, and this is this is a step up in distance. So if it handles the distance, got the right combination, Orman and Waller. Um, so I'm thinking $6, given that form, I'm willing to have a crack. The feature is the Tats Tiara, 1,400-metre group one at weight for age four, the Phillies and Mares. Who have you got on top? This is a good race, hey. Yes. Um, a real, a real tricky race, um, and a real deep race. Like there's some really good horses in good form, run, run well at recent starts. Uh, you know the likes of Foxy Freed, Comrade Rosa, Opal Ridge, all flying. Um, you've got some horses coming back in class, like a Chain of Lightning, which I think can run well. I've gone a bit left field. Um, I've gone for number twenty-two, Aureus Angel. At right. Third. Okay. Um, I think it can run really well. Um, I had it on top. I thought it could run a really, really good race. Like if you go back through its form, it finished third last start um, in the group two behind Comrade Rosa. It came back from well back on the turn over the 1300. And then if you get back to the race before behind Comrade Rosa, probably should have almost won the race. Um, got held up and sort of had to switch its runs a couple of times. So they've been third in it's similar class races to this. Um, so I think it can run a really big race, obviously a big step up to group one. Um, and then obviously main danger, Opal Ridge, it probably should have won last start. Um, and it will run well again, given the draw. Um, so I've got it in and Chain of Lightning is another one I think can run well. I think it's ready to bounce back. Its form hasn't been as bad as the numbers look and we know how good that horse can be on its day. I'm with the Stradbroke lead up. Uh, I thought Ruthless Dame had a lot to do in that race. Uh, she may well be the best horse here or end up the best horse here. Uh, I think, uh, uh, hit the line very well chasing. Think about it there. Uh, on top from me, from Chain of Lightning, who was enormous in that race, as you said, which stuck three wide outside lead the whole way and to still be near the finish. I thought that was a, an enormous effort. If there's anything left of her, I think she runs well again here. Uh, then there's other bits and pieces. You said Shalo was a great return, has to be a live chance. Uh, same as Foxy Frieda, who, as I've said, the form we're going to find out a bit earlier in the day, but in my head is a little bit, probably a rung below a group one horse, but, uh, maybe this field is a rung below genuine group one race. A few others that I'll get to in the quaddy. And you mentioned a name four or five times. The more I think about it, maybe Comrade Rosa is just flying at the moment. Maybe we've got to respect her a bit more as well, but. Uh, anyway, for the record, hundred percent, it is. It is. My my concern with Ruth Sustain was the eighteen gate. That's yeah, just, I don't understand. Super hard to win from that right. yeah. yeah, absolutely. We need Same to... as Foxy Frieda, the horse I like, and I think it's it's a, it's a great horse. But gates are eighteen and nineteen at Equal Farm. Jeez, you're up against it. 
I feel like nine. I feel like Ruthless Dame's a better setup than Foxy trying to find a spot there. But uh, we'll mm. find out tomorrow. The uh, Healy Stakes twelve hundred meters is up next, and I'm sticking with the horse that came out and just brained him last time out, and that was Prince of Boom. It's very impressive. Uh, he's going to find the top again. Tim Clark from that gate won't mess around. Uh, and I think he puts the blowtorch to him early and goes very close to holding on and winning. Uh, if I talk about danger, uh, actually I'm going to give a berth here as in an exotic, uh, in an exotic to Vespertine, who just was given, had a lot of work to do last time, never got a shot at them, got out late, uh, and is from one of your stables and at 20s might be worth throwing into all your exotics. Uh, fairly came and got that covered. Uh, you know, I know you're probably going to make a case for King Kappa and a couple of others, but uh, that's why I've seen this. No, I went, I went for Prince of Boom as well. There was too much to like about its last start win. And I think, again, it's probably got, it's going to jump and run and uh, prove mighty hard to catch. Um, I will give Quantico one more chance. Um, its first up run was outstanding, probably should have won. And then it's just run up its legs last start by behind Prince of Boom. I think it might have just been second up syndrome a little bit there too, because it just didn't finish off. Um, um, third up now, I'm willing to give another chance. Gate five should get the right run. Um, if it can produce its best form, can be in this. So last chance there, I'd save on it. It's uh, Prince of Boom for me. Plenty of other chances as well, but uh, I think it might just have the edge. Cool. And we're going to finish off with a 1,200 metre no metro win as well. Uh, and I'm going to finish off with Field Weary on top, number 18. Uh, nice resumption chasing Lavish Empire, who would be in the market in this well and truly. Uh, ben Thompson jumps on, a tick over trial on the way up the, to take this on and goes uh, pretty well at the track as well. So I'm going to put it on top from the other Sydney sider in Surreal Step, who gets Josh Parr and uh, takes up a spot here. I think that form's going to stack up much better than a lot of the Queensland provincial form. And that's how I'm finishing the day. How have you seen it? Now I'm going to stick with Swiss Exile. I think this is D-Day, um, but it gets its chance here to um, get another another win. I know it's only won the one from 15 with a lot of placings, but uh, many of those have been in group listed company. Just missed last start. Uh, probably should have almost won that race. Um, and then prior to that, it's race, it's forming some group three company behind Hawaii by the yellow brick um, is pretty good. And I think uh, D-Day, uh, hopefully get a little bit better than $3.40. But, uh, yeah, that's my on top way to finish the last. Excellent. For progroupracing.com.au, who allow us to do this without paywalls every week, uh, the Quaddy at Eagle Farm in the first leg. I'm going to go one Thalassophile, five Lecavate, and ten left reeling. If you're a Beaver fan, throw in the one he mentioned, number two. Uh, second leg is two Kiku. Three, Palacipan, more so for my own sanity. You can leave that out if you so choose. Four, Foxy Frida. Five, Chain of Lightning. Eight, Shalo. Fifteen, Ruthless Dame. Sixteen, Opal Ridge. Uh, and again, one down the bottom there, Beaver mentioned. Twenty-two. The third leg, two, Prince of Boom. Four, Quantico. Ten, Vespertine. And we're going to come home with three, Surreal Step. Five, Swiss Exile. Nine lasting kiss and 18 field weary. Your best in value on the card. Yeah, my best comes up in race two, number two, Chinny Boom. I think it should be winning. 
And my value is true value, race seven, number 22, Aureus Angel. Love it. My best is race six, number one, Thalassophile. My value, race nine, number 18, Field Weary. As we return to Caulfield for the first time since the autumn. Autumn? Autumn, yeah. First time in a while. Uh, we're getting a soft track with a bit of drizzle around today. Rail kicking off in the true and a very deep cut to start us off, which has been a story of the winter racing there. How do you enjoy this card, Beaver? Oh, this, this card was tricky, mate. Real it's tricky. Tough work. Uh, found it difficult. Yeah, it was very tough work. Not as tough when I went through Ramwick and went, oh, God, it just hurt my head. <laughs> um, I'll save that for another day. Mm. Uh, we will get back to, it uh, looks like the carnival in Queensland is going to uh, end with a bit of a whimper next week, so we might be back to Roundwick and Sydney and Melbourne next week anyway. But uh, we're kicking off here with the two-year-olds, though. 1,000 metres to start the day, and I'm going to spec one here at double figures, and that's uh, Jay Benty uh, going to go inside gate to start the day at Caulfield, fresh turf. Uh, I've liked the way it's trucked around on pace in all its trials here, and I think if it had more prominent connections, it probably is, would be well in the market. So I'm going to go with it on top. Uh, Outback Miss was a fantastic debut as we tipped on the show. Uh, the map is my concern. Near gate 11, I think it's probably going to be back and last. Uh, and there's other bits here. Amigo is in the game here as well as Mantua, who made a nice enough debut last time out. But one at a price to start the day for me, Beav. Yeah, good one, good one. I'm going to go for the resuming Amigo mm -hmm. from the Moody Stable. Only had the one start in a, a group three behind Barber. Uh, was with potential, ran on really nicely there. Thought that was a very good run and interesting. They put it straight out um, to let it mature. Um, I think it can run a very good race first up. The second is another 1,000-metre race here. And, well, I was taking a dollar seventy last time out in a much stronger race, Katsu. And it wasn't disgraced. This this isn't very good, this race. This is a midweek race. Uh, and I'm getting $2.80 at the moment. So it's on top. Clearly, I think, it I think she bounces back. I think she wins this and wins this well from Epic Centre, who's going well enough at the midweeks. But again, at the midweeks, um, easy bet for me. Yeah, easy bet for me as well. Um, for all the reasons you said, Katsu on top for me gets the right run here. Gate quite perfect, good little price. And yeah, only just got nutted last start in a better company race than this. Um, clear on top for me, and I think we'll be getting the jockeys. Beautiful. The third, we're at the 1,200 metres for a three-year-old handicap. Uh, big field, who have you found? Jeez, this was hard. Um, really struggled with this. Yeah, I went for the fresh blood in Desire mm -hmm. from the Ma Eustace stable. Uh, one when resuming last time out, only lightly raced. Um, this isn't a difficult field and has had some experience in pretty decent races. Uh, I think you can take up a handy position and run really well. I found the same one. Uh, I thought the trial in the wet there was fantastic. Uh, and just before it went out, I think it had an issue at that last defeat at Hillside. Uh, freshened up for this. I think it gets a nice enough run here. Uh, Pinney's riding well, so on top for me from Vavia, who comes down from Sydney. Uh, does need to do something, but finds Blake Shin uh, in a tricky race. Doesn't get much easier. A benchmark 78 comes up next. We've got a mile here. Another all-but-capacity field. And I'm going to go with uh, Bold Bourbon here. I know it's been winning in lesser grade, but it's been winning as it liked all three. The last three wins have been soft. Thinks flying, finds Blake Shin. I think he can take up a position and run very well here. Going to have it on top. Uh, from Stablemates, so Atlas, who is a winner and uh, keeps getting the job done. 
and the booster on pace can bounce back from that last time out. How do you see it? Yeah, again, another really tough race to line up here. Plenty of chances and some coming off some pretty decent um, winning form. So should be an interesting race. I'm going to go for the resuming Waskily. <laughs> um, I, I think it's uh, form lines up pretty good here. They had the four starts and um, only missed once winning. Um, and it was beaten by Brawl, which um, has plenty of potential. So um, resuming hopefully matured, only had the one start last prep, uh, which was interesting, comes back here, don't know much about the trainer, um, but gets a two kilo claim from uh, Wurramia, uh, can run well. The fifth is a 1400 metre handicap. What do you got on top here? Yeah, I've got, come down to two here. Uh, number two, Lounge Bar Ruby was pretty good uh, last start and very hard, uh, should be hard to beat here, but I've gone for a bit of value on top. I've gone the top weight, number one, Red. Yeah. Uh, coming over from New Zealand, uh, around the $10 mark here. I think that's uh, very tidy odds. I always like to see when they come over, these types of horses come from New Zealand. It's interesting to bring them. Um, that suggests to me that they think it's uh, maturing into a nice horse. And first up was good. Second up here, again, uh, lightly raced, young three-year-old uh, on top for me. Is Andrew Forsman got a stable here now or is he just bringing them over more often? Don't know. Maybe I'm not sure. I'd have to no, I, do some research on I that. I don't follow the media close enough as to know, to be honest. But um, uh, yeah, I I agree. The 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 couple you've mentioned, uh, Lounge Barry would have been lovely at seventies last time out when uh, you suggested it. But anyway, um, is alive here. Gate one. I don't know if it's an advantage for her, but uh, is in the game. I've ended up putting the favourite on top, Hazel Baby, just because it gets a perfect run there. Uh, it was hit up, uh, held up last time, but it was strong through the line. I think out to 1,400 metres with the claim for Carleen. Looks pretty good here. Uh, I think they're the two main ones. And the next best was Redmond, as you suggested. Probably almost gets control of this race and I feel like it does have some ability. And if it got to any worse than soft, genuine genuine chance in this race, uh, yeah, the, the clear three. The six is a 1,400-metre benchmark, 84 and I'm gonna put. Uh, I'm gonna stick with the last start winner, Cardigan Queen. That was a big, big win. Uh, and if we're making ground at Caulfield, which we'll uh, see how well yeah, that is playing fresh, it is on top and up and going. Uh, I was giving Aaron Bay a chance here. I kept coming back to it. I know it's probably wants further and potentially a run to get going, but inside gate, and it you're probably gonna get sixteen to twenty bucks here. Uh, can run you a good race. It might almost be best horse and is honest once it's uh, up and going. Same for St. Lawrence. Uh, might want further, but could also be the best horse. And Sonora does get um, the best run and was pretty good last time out coming back down south, uh, but sticking with Cardigan Queen predominantly. Yeah, I've gone for Cardigan Queen as well. Uh, as you said, just up and running. Both runs this time in have been really good. Third up uh, should be at peak fitness here. Uh Draws okay, can get into the running line there and uh, finish over the top. Uh, obviously, a watch on the resuming St. Lawrence. 1100 metre, benchmark 84 is race seven. Who have you got? Yeah, this was tricky. This was tricky. I stuck with um, the winning form coming from Sydney and in winning verse. Yep. Uh, had the two nice runs, first and second up, uh, then put its best foot forward, uh, backed heavily in that, which was interesting, and one accordingly, and then comes to Melbourne here. Uh, that's a good pointer for me, and I've got it on top against a 
field that is, you know, coming a few horses, one last start, but uh, in lesser company. I've got it on top as well. It finds control here. It sat outside lead to win on the Saturday last time out. That was a pretty big win, really. And as you said, heavily backed. And the Vowmaster Miss Hellfire form prior breeds better than this. Uh, yeah, on top for me as well. Uh, I think Danger is Invincible Caviar. I only got going late then. I think 1,100 metres uh, suits better than 1,000 first up. Uh, Senegalia also goes into Accordi on the day. The eighth is a 2,000 metre handicap here and Normandy Bridge and uh, its old mate there, who I've just forgotten its name, Deep Strike. of Cornell the last two out. I think they Cornell this again. I think this looks pretty pretty straightforward to me. Uh, if I'm going to find any dangers or any for exotics, for example, I'll throw no Usual Glorious and Independent Road, who are both honest on paces, in, but I think Normandy can switch it back and those two fight the finish again. Same, same. I think you're right. I think they, those two hold the key. I just think Caulfield will suit Normandy Bridge a little bit better. And, you know, Deep Strike was a good win last start. It took off earlier and just got the jump on the other one. I don't think that will happen here. And I think Normandy Bridge could bounce back and turn the tables. And we wrap up with a 1200 metre benchmark 84 again. How are we finishing today? Yeah, interesting race to finish the day. I think there's a few chances here. I've settled on the resuming number 11, Skywolf. Uh, flies first up, has some great form over this distance. Um, I think this lines up really well. Uh, again, hopefully they can be swooping and coming down the middle of the track. Uh, drawn out wide, so we'll need a little bit of luck. But um, yeah, it's my on top pick. Lightly raised five-year-old with uh, plenty of upside. Awesome. Who's your best on the car? Oh, no, give us a quaddy first, the Caulfield quaddy. Yeah, my Caulfield quaddy is in the first leg, race six. I'm going number 12, Cardigan Queen. Number nine, St. Lawrence. Number seven, uh, Mensa Missile is my three on top. Pretty skinny there. In the next leg, I'm going number three, Winning Verse. Number six, Senegalia. Number eight, Vivian, number one, Bright Diamond, and number four, Boss Lady Rocks. In the third leg, I'm going number four, Normandy Bridge, and number five, Deep Strike. And to finish the day, I'm going number nine, Prowling, number one, Umgawa, number 11, Sky Wolf, number 18, Along the River. Excellent. Just realised I don't think I gave a tip in that last race, but for the record, uh, I don't know who the chasers are after our back action there. I had several looks at Tijuana, who might be the best horse resuming here, but uh, whatever that's worth, there it is. Uh, my best in value. I'm going to make race two number one, Katsu, my best on the program. My value, mm, let's go with race six, number five, Aaron Bay, over the odds, but I think the, the couple we mentioned there can uh, all give you a nice sight. Who have you got? My value bet comes up in race nine, number 11, Sky Wolf. And my best comes up in race two, number one, Katsu. Uh, you mentioned Roundwick. I, to be honest, haven't had a chance to get to it yet. But what have you made of the card there? Anything, anything you want to point out? Bloody awful. Bloody awful card. Excellent. Race five, number four. <laughs> race five, number four, African Daisy um, could win. And followed up by race six, number four, Queenmaker. So maybe just a four and four uh, running double there. Wow, it is a that is a feast at Randwick. Just looking through this now. Look for I'll get stuck yes, in there this afternoon. Is. 
Thank you, Beaver. I know you've got places to be. Thank you. I will uh, talk mm-hmm. to you over the weekend, and we will talk to everyone for our midweek preview back again next Wednesday morning. See you guys.